0: Okay. It
1: happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter,
2: one man leaves.
0: Nearly a two-word review, it just a shit sandwich. I will roll the record up for the That right there he is a lot. Welcome back to the Music Culture. You are now tuned into yet another exciting adventure with us here on Discologist. I am your host, Kevin. As usual, coming to you live-ish from a tiny shack just outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where we are getting by, everybody. Uh, our community is getting by. Our community is pulling together. And I hope uh, that you're out there listening to this and your community and yourself is doing the same. Staying sane and sanitized is is kind of key here. You know, we... we um, I had a little break from interviews, especially recently, um, because it was a little hard to talk to people. You know, some people were all affected by this in different ways. And me, it was I just didn't want to talk to anybody. Uh, but suddenly, that urge like came back, and um, I started reaching out to some people that had uh, previously visited our basement. And as luck should have it, one of my favorite people to talk to, uh, Miss Skylar Goodas. Uh, is coming out with an album. In fact, it's out today. It's called Cinema. It's fantastic. You need to go out and get it. But uh, you know, we had uh, talked to her back in 2016 in the basement, and it's one of our best interviews, I think. And I'll maybe I'll repost it or post the link in the show notes. But it, at any rate, this this Skylar is a remarkable musician located down in Durham, North Carolina, and she <laughs> and then makes these fantastic albums. That uh, more people should pay attention to, uh, if I'm being honest, and uh, and hopefully this one will be the one that they they really really pay attention to because it's fantastic. So we set it up over the the power of the internet and um, and said, hey, let's hang out for a while, let's uh, have a little happy hour and uh, talk some shit about music, and that is exactly what we. Did so right now. We're gonna hit you with uh one of the singles off this album. Uh, this is my one of my favorite tracks off the album. It It is uh, it's just empowering as fuck. You're gonna hear us talk about this a little later, but it's it's a fantastic track. And uh, and gonna spin a little of it, and then you're gonna come in and uh, you're gonna hang out with uh, me and the fantastic Miss Skyler Goodass. So here we go. Play nice.
1: You can't arrive so I had to write it down.
2: nice i have my um i have my little wine spritzer
0: nice nice it turns out they're acceptable in the afternoon
2: that's what i hear we, yeah, we're
0: question- water. Well we we're, we're questioning bloody mary's like morning
2: everything is like no, no bloody no. mary is basically basically like a health smoothie i agree <laughs> there's vitamin c there's yeah. other stuff
0: vodka i put a lot of garlic in so immune system there you go is, uh, it's a kicking. booster
2: it's a booster yeah. Okay.
0: Um, listen back to our conversation back in 2016. That was so fun. It was, and it was so long ago. Oh my god, it was, it was, it was, like a billion
1: years and, ago.
0: And there's a lot of uh, a, lot a lot of, of things happened.
1: <laughs> oh my god, it's true.
0: Um, but we ended that conversation kind of talking about how uh, you had a dark sense of humor and how, you know, you're drawn towards the darkness and you were maybe writing an album about death. And um, I, I just want to say, Skylar, here we are. I guess <laughs> so, that I,
2: so I guess that this... I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my God. I totally remember that too, Kevin. And I, like, that's so funny thinking back on that. Cause I mean, I had not written, I had written maybe like one of the songs for or it like started one of the songs um but yeah the things i was thinking about definitely and i mean as we all know 2016 took a dark turn for a lot of people
1: so (laughs) that episode
0: came out literally like four days before the election
1: oh my god
0: i didn't even i was like what the fuck just happened And i was listening i was like oh my god
1: it feels
2: like a yeah
0: yeah a lot so so lots changed uh but i think one thing that change actually was i don't know if the album is necessarily about death um Um, you know you uh, i talked about uh oleander a lot in terms of like being sort of like classical recording and you know classical sounds and stuff this seems a lot more like updated but it also seems more about um empowerment like there there is a lot there is a lot of loneliness on the album there is a lot of you know pining not necessarily even for a person but but for the most part this is about like being a badass, right?
2: I mean, totally. I think that those places that I talked to you about uh in 2016, like starting off from that place of like darkness and death was like a lot of the the stuff that was going on and those being processed. But um that yeah, especially starting with Femme Fatale, the first song on the record, I did want to think about like this empowerment of that of that darkness that right there's like that can be sort of like an evil type thing and i was like never never like really trying to get into like that territory but um like thinking about the femme fatale as a as an empowered like place for this you know this archetype to to exist and um yeah live in that in that darkness
0: that track uh even like actress waitress you know these are all songs about um normal ish day life i think normal ish day feelings i think it's interesting you, you call the album cinema but i think a lot of this is about um uh the facade that we put on mm-hmm. and, and 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 you know this is what you see uh you think you see in the actress you think you see in the waitress but but it's really underneath is what's going on and it turns out there we're we're all just honestly alike, you know. We have the sh- same fears, and we have the same um, issues, and like even when we're working hard trying to be a part of this society, which uh, ironically is now falling apart a little bit. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: so definitely,
0: yeah. I, and and you know, played against that backdrop, it becomes. Uh, it, it was already. Um, on my first listen at least, it was already like, "Wow, this is this is a this is a powerful statement here mm. about uh, being a woman, uh, being younger, uh, being uh, existing in today's world." And now it becomes about uh, uh, not so much connecting us, but at least showing people. I think that the, the connections are out there.
2: Absolutely, yeah. No, I really I love everything you said, and that is absolutely getting at the. Um, Getting at the heart of what, what I was trying to write about. And cinema, I mean, it comes from the Greek word, the ancient Greek word for movement. And I love thinking about that as like a, a movement, um, you know, like in a piece of music, but also um, like change across time. And this um, this, yeah, this movement, this like interplay of inside, outside, Um, And performance, like the drama of identity and the the cinema of of everyone's life, you know, um, that that's, that's always present.
0: Because what we have to keep up, especially now, is, you know, this, like, I'm happy, I'm okay, yeah, and yeah. and literally, literally screaming into the void for a lot of people
1: on the inside. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And,
0: uh, you know, and I, I don't know, uh, obviously, the situation is a negative, but I, I don't know if that's a negative. I think, you know, for me, uh, exploring this in art or just, you know, sitting down with yourself and, like, being honest with yourself, I think it can be, like, super helpful and, and uh, a good way to figure out uh, or take a look at how you were living. You yeah, know, you, you, you shouldn't need a pandemic though to like get in touch <laughs> with that. But but what what we know is that so many people do. Uh, your song "Animal" on here is uh, it's it's this weird like road song that you're inside this movie. Video today, and I didn't realize that you shot it of all this stuff, and then I start seeing stuff in the, uh, you know, from venues and stuff that you're at, uh, and it all all of a sudden clicked with yeah. what that song is about. But the the line about uh, dancing uh, along Tom Petty is just like, <laughs> like that.
2: Oh man,
0: you know that that seems to me uh, you can play it sad, but at the same time there's a there's a real joy in that.
2: Absolutely. Well, and there's this. I mean, that is the so much of the reality of, you know, well, being on tour is disconcerting, but it's also like being at home, being like separated from whatever it is that you usually do to escape your emotions and to and to have to not have to deal with the reality of yourself, honestly. Um, But that, yeah, there's like but always I think, and it's a common theme that I feel like I always somehow want to write about, but just this, this joy alongside this sadness, you know, like this, um, to, to both at the same time, you know?
0: Yeah. So to, to capture all this, uh, you traded in chris Stammy for a cook brother <laughs> <laughs> uh a good good cook brother uh and you recorded up here at my neck of the woods up in, in eau claire that's right, so, that's at, right. At, uh at, at april Bay. so my, my first question is are you now in Bonnie Cuz I, <laughs> <laughs> I think all you guys in north carolina are now in Bear, bon but
2: yeah Bonnie Bear is like the main employer of north carolina <laughs> no just kidding um uh, no, but uh, Jen Wozner, who I know you've talked to her before, yep. she's been touring uh, with Bon Iver when they were out on the road. Um, that Those last tours they were doing, which were super great. Um, and then, yeah, we d- I did some tours when I was playing with quota Messenger, um, opening for Bon Iver right before we made this record, actually. Um, and that was, you know, it's super it's super fun it does it's like it feels like one big family all the there's a huge you know wisconsin and north carolina connection because of the cooks and because of uh justin and so many people so um yeah
0: yeah it, it's weird to see it because you'll just see people from down there popping up here in wisconsin or just you know play a little date in milwaukee or something or just like yeah. there's, a, there's some weird festival that justin is doing in in eau claire that like eight people attended but you know yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, right. Uh, and, but it is it is. Family is the best way to put it. it is. Um, I've long been saying this about them. What what I from the outsider can see, it seems to be a really good model for making music in the modern world, especially now. As we're going to have to figure out how to do it very, very differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you you know, your album is out on this label. Sue sounds. Is that something that you guys created or is that an, a whole other thing?
2: It's a it's a new label. I did not create it. Um, It's a new label run by a guy named Michael Venutolo Montevati, who worked for a long time for the Beggars Group and lived in New York, um, but then recently relocated to North Carolina, um, has family down here. And he started that he he's been, you know, worked in the industry, been in tons of bands, done the whole thing, road dog um and started this label that's pretty new um I think they've I'm not sure how many releases they have but just a handful um and he's you know this is he's it's been great to work with him um just like right in my backyard and um and he's also having been in the industry for a long time he's just um he's just great he's like really really positive really helpful Great uh, connector of of dots and um, really uh, uh, encouraging.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you feel that, like the that scene down there with the inclusion of that and and other people doing stuff that is coalescing more into uh, almost like an industry hub now? Uh, not to use a gross mm. term.
2: Well, I mean, it seems like the industry is currently on fire. But uh, well, but... we'll talk about that. <laughs> But yeah, I would say that's true. I, there's so many places to record. I did record a lot of the record in Eau Claire, but I also recorded a lot of it in studios around Chapel Hill, the Fidelatorium, where I did some of Oleander, um, goth construction studios, which is uh, Ari Picker, who is from the band Lost in the Trees, and his new project is Dante High. He's got this new studio. He's doing really great stuff, working on a lot of the Wy stuff, mixing a lot of records, Um and there's I also work with Jeff Crawford at Arbor Ridge Studios in Chapel Hill. Um, there's just so many studios at like so many different levels of the experience that you want. Very high end, very low thigh. um, anything you could really want. It's and there's so many people um, making music like I meet I meet people all the time. Well, back before this. I felt like I would meet, like, one person a week that was, like, a musician who had recently moved here, which was really cool to hear. You're like, awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you you have the infrastructure for it, it, it'll come. One thing, not recording-wise, one thing I found uh, in moving here to Milwaukee, uh, way more so than D.C., is that local artists were able to be supported because there were small venues
1: mm-hmm. that were
0: supported? Like there's one up, up the street from me called the Cactus Club. I, I think uh, I think Nick and Amelia played one of their first gigs there at Sylvanessa. Cool. And you know, it's uh, they can have like all ages nights on a Thursday in a town that runs on beer, right? You know, and, they, and and they can do that, whereas like other areas, you know, New York or when we were in D.C., you couldn't do that. And um it it's just it just feels more like if you have that support system there then people will show up and people Absolutely. will uh, and people will start creating more and then yeah. pe- and people are really happy to hear it
2: like, yeah yeah, yeah yeah. not like jaded uh right? city folk
0: yeah oh you oh, oh you do jazz drone like Baroque. it's like yeah, cool, let's go uh yeah, it's uh, it, it's been a wild thing to see up here uh when when we moved up here. you, you know, to that point about the diversity of studios down there I actually so i was I was looking forward to your next album about death. Uh, for a long, for a long time, I think I, I think I hit you up like once every like six months or so. Yeah, oh my god, I there.
2: appreciate that so much. <laughs> but uh, but
0: I knew it was coming when you just decided, hey, what if we just did a cover of Wichita Lineman? <laughs> Which is one of my favorite songs. Your version is now one of my favorite versions. What, oh, thank you. When you,
2: did you just wake up and be like, let's do it. We, we can. Why not? Well, I mean, kind of. I, I mean, we made the record, which was, I mean, such a joy, but also a journey and not always the easiest thing. And when I finally, I mean, we had to re-record a lot of things. I remixed sung several times. I kind of, um, you know, it was a journey. It took a long time and I wanted to get it right. And so like we finished it finally and then signed with Sua. and then I knew it was going to be some time before it actually came out in the world. Um, So I, my brother, I got a phone call in the middle of the night from my brother who was at a party And he was like, you, I was just at this, I'm at this party and Wichita Lineman came on and like the whole party just like, uh, went completely silent and everybody started listening and like, it's just the most amazing song and you have to cover this. Um, I think you would do really great. And I was like, okay. So I like listened to it the next day. I was like, yes, that's what I want to do. I don't like, It was no thought process at all. We were just like, I got my friend Jeff. I knew he could do the string and horn arrangements. I knew the musicians I could call on. And I was like, let's do it. We booked it. We did it in less than 24 hours. And it was just like, it was so, it was such a joyful experience. Like, I just wanted to reconnect to like that more lighthearted place, which can be like the beginning of a record for me, but it's harder as the record goes on to like, not get mired down in the details of things and just to like reconnect to the the specialness of recording.
0: That's it's actually something that I've started to really wonder about. Um and uh rethink how i've actually reported on a lot of stuff so i started making music again finally after like 25 years or so.
2: that's exciting and i
0: have a little uh and you playing uh, your
2: piano you playing your guitar well i
0: i've got a little uh native instruments two octave keyboard i've got my guitars oh, i've got everything yeah it's it's a whole thing and and you know i i went through the whole thing and like putting it up on Bandcamp. i was like oh now i get it this is i feel something here yeah um and but what i was doing was mainly first of all learning stuff like uh, for home recording like ableton or or yeah. the synth, all the synths you can use all the uh, how you build these sounds and, and something i've just been out of forever um but the the pure joy of of Finishing something and just hitting like a shitty like auto master, because the stakes are the stakes are low for me.
1: Sure, but shitty
0: shitty auto master and then throwing it up on Bandcamp and be like, hey guys, my singles yeah. out.
2: Right here like,
0: it is. Uh, no, like, it sucks. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, it's I don't fun. care. I or it's, <laughs> good. it's good. I made this and 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 that is uh, ironically hit at a time when I. Saw. Then I started looking around for more people who were doing much smaller stuff or more immediate stuff, like Wichita linemen. And Mm -hmm. you know, you have the capability to not just like perform it (laughs) better than most, but you can pull in all these people. But there's there's so there's such a broad scope of people doing stuff like this, and it's it's exciting.
2: Yeah, and and it's
0: it's nourishing, and and it's what I think all this should be in this like sort of. Even before the flaming wreckage of the music industry, Yes. so <clears throat> knowing all, all of that, when all of this hit, uh, it I, I, I don't know about you, but I got hit with a brain fog.
1: Mm,
2: yeah,
0: and it, and it, and creativity for a little while at least left. And it was a really uh, sort of desperate feeling, more so than anything else. It was just, it yeah. was just like, holy shit. Like, I hate the C chord.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's hard to, like, it's hard for me to process things as they're going on. Like, I feel like I usually need distance from things to really just, like, let it percolate. And the, but then, like, on top of that, you have this, like, oh, this, like, forced like well, I need to be productive in this way, or like I need to do this thing, um, which is like the enemy of creativity. Usually, um, especially when you're like, how am I gonna eat? How am I gonna? Am I gonna get sick? How, what will the future be? No one knows. You know, you're like if you can't even figure out those things, it's really hard to be in a creative space. It has been for me, definitely.
0: So you're releasing an album in this, and yeah. Uh, you ha- it's you had all a plan happening. you had a plan <laughs> um, and, and the plan was clearly bigger than just like talking to me well,
2: that's, that's a big no plan. this is the biggest <laughs> part of the plan uh, oh hell yeah um, this is so, great
0: so what happens as you saw this coming or still processing it what happens to that plan and for like people mm. that you know as well
2: yeah that's a I know it's a big question and I think we're all figuring it out like in terms of the record um it just we were on tour we were in I was in California doing some shows and then I flew to New York and the band drove up and met me in New York um and we played at <clears throat> excuse me where did we play oh, we played at Union pool and god it feels like so long ago now it was literally only a month ago We played at union pool and then we did some like promo sessions and my publicist was at the promo session she's like south by southwest is canceled are you gonna go do the like you know unofficial parties and i was like it's canceled that's not real they can't i was like there's (laughs) no way they canceled that like i just don't believe that that's real and then like by literally by the time we drove in between like from new york home to north carolina All of these things were canceled and we were like, well, and, um, you know, we talked about trying to push the album date if that makes sense, but we were already into releasing the singles and I've already been sitting on it for some time, as you know. Um, and I mean, there's no one knows when the venues are going to be open again. That is the reality. Um, and we were just like, um, because of Bandcamp. And I think strangely in this moment of people really wanting to support artists and wanting to feel like connected to each other, like have been super supportive. Pre-sales have been really wonderful. Um, and people have just been like reaching out left and right. And that's, that's just made it seem like, you know, I made this record and it's not really about me anymore. You know, it's like this thing I made, it has its trajectory and it's life of its own. And, um, at this point it's kind of already in motion. And in terms of like, what's going to be the reality, I don't think anybody knows, you know, I, I know a lot of people have like hopped on the live stream thing and gotten really great at that. And I think that that will people will will figure more of that out as we go along but it is still for me i'm like i am not like to raise money for my friends i'm like so excited to do a live stream i'm going to be doing some live streams around the record but i'm having a hard time thinking about trying to make live stream the same sort of revenue source as touring would be it just right there's some like instinct to in me that's like I don't. I don't know what that answer is going to be. But also, I don't necessarily want to replace the models that already exist. I think figuring out um, new ways. I don't know that are intriguing. It's all very overwhelming, don't you think? <laughs>
0: yeah, I, 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 I do
2: think. Uh, I, 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 yeah. <sighs> And uh, and
0: uh, and props to like you mentioned your publicist, but any publicist out there still pushing music on people, <laughs> props because that's right? how, Like because I mean, right? I definitely first uh, first time we were supposed to do this interview, I was just like, I cannot.
1: No, like, definitely I, I, not. I, I
0: cannot, and uh, and you know, and it took like two weeks to get to where like all right, let's 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 get this done. Um, you know, with the live streaming stuff, it's it's interesting because not just a month ago. If you saw somebody like you or uh, our friend Aaron Ray doing, like, just some weird Instagram stream, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and now it – no, I'm serious. It's like no, I got to no, hold my no, phone. I, I
2: gotta, 100%. I feel the same way.
0: But now all of a sudden you're hit with, like, oh, what does it mean? What's valid? What is the I, – I think it – for me, at least, is highlighting more the value of the art. Mm. Um, you know, when you see somebody uh, like the livestream you did, or that whole "What the Hell"athon, uh, you see uh, somebody even up to um, these are these are archival releases. But like the Dead is doing something now, Dang. Um, Fish is doing something. Like they, they're they're programming out, so they can. If you need an escape, you can get three hours yeah right and that doesn't help an artist of your size but it, it yeah. might because people then start to understand that that's the norm yeah. going forward that you can be like you know hey it's it's thursday nights with skylar yeah. you know yes, totally, you know totally. just like just like old school uh you know like we only used to have three channels man
2: yeah
0: <laughs> and you know that maybe going back to that isn't uh isn't necessarily a bad idea and, and um it doesn't necessarily serve areas that don't have the internet but uh that's uh Mm. it's all it's all these hurdles
1: totally
2: all these hurdles and um i i mean i think we're just gonna learn more as we go along and nobody knows right now which is like it's you know a terrible uncertain place to be but it's also i am somewhat grateful to be where i am in the process even though it's you know a little not how I thought it was gonna be, but I mean there's I I feel there's some part of me that's like, okay, well I have this thing I just made and maybe since I can put it out I can sort of take some time away from feeling the need to produce something immediately for, you know, for this new business model because and and learn more about it. But yeah, I have I have no idea, Kevin.
0: <laughs> I, I don't think anybody does but I, th- I i think the more people talk about it and try to figure it out and try to uh like i said let you know okay yeah uh, an ig tv thing is is perfectly fine
2: totally it's
0: perfectly fine and and for a lot of people uh you know we know how like the star system works and people very idolized people that are just humans right. uh you know and you see somebody in like sweatpants doing this their hit single that you love like that's going to change your relationship to them
1: totally
0: If uh, and for me i think that means like you're going to want to support them more I like, think oh so shit too. they're wearing sweatpants i gotta get them some pants <laughs> yeah
2: they need some
0: pants pants <laughs> but, uh, fund <laughs> yeah um it's a beautiful thing about this time you don't have to have pants on if you're doing any of these i know this is um,
2: what i keep hearing
0: yeah um you know, you, you mentioned your brother before, and uh, he's a filmmaker. He and, is. And you guys are pretty close. How much influence does he have on the work that you do? Besides, he's doing all your videos, right?
2: He's done a lot of my videos. Yeah, he just did one for uh, the song Rider, which actually he had a short in Sundance Film Festival, which is awesome. His de- Sundance debut um, and Ryder had a little, a little moment in that as well. But um, yeah, he did the video for that song. He did a video for I'll Be Your Man from Oleander. Um, I mean, we have a really, we, we don't work together on stuff that often, but we're always each other's, I think, like first readers or first drafts. So we're always like bouncing our stuff off of each other. Um, and I mean, I think we just really trust each other's artistic sensibilities just because we, know each other so well and we've been making weird you know weird shit together or next to each other since we were like really young we used to make he would make like stop motion like lego films when he was like three and i would like i would always like be in his movies i remember one where like i died and i got like shot and i had like this ketchup on my hand i had to like (laughs) put it against my forehead and like all the all these little things you know um so that's really it's really a joy to to get to share that um with someone because it's a it's hard out there as an artist as you know you know you're like what am I doing in times like this it's hard to be an artist but in some ways I do also feel like there there is this like I had a friend Rusty who posted this thing where it's like artists are used to this like feast versus famine sort of existence um which is kind of true but there is this um there's this like high stakes feeling to this moment that i think um that i think is present in a lot of in a lot of art and is what art is trying to connect people to and so i think that yeah kind of like you were saying too that there is this this moment of turning to to art to get us through these un uncertain these uncertain times yeah
0: and 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 like i think um you know you use the word joy i think joy that's a lot of what i hear in your album to turn it back to your music here there's uh you know where we started at the top about this this sort of confidence and empowerment of this album this is uh uh don't take this the wrong way this is not the album i expected from you
1: wow (laughs) That,
0: that that it was like this much of like don't fuck with me, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but uh, you know sp- you know, play nice. Obviously, is is the one that that's outstanding. But like throughout the whole thing, and then you take uh, time away from that for a song like short staying, but it's just overall this. Um, I, I I'm just still honestly. Astounded that more people aren't like, yeah, Skylar Goodenz. Let's just give her all the money, all oh. the stuff, all the st- you buy all her records and stuff because oh,
2: thank you because because, because
0: other people aren't out doing that. My friend heard your album, and he said, oh, uh, she really loves Amy Mann. I was like, who doesn't? But <laughs> <laughs> but but, but you know, there, this this sort of ability you seem to have to just crush whatever like idiom you're working in is is fantastic. Hey, it's it's fascinating.
2: That's very kind. That's very kind. Um, Well, yeah, about Play Nice, that was, I think that was the first or second, I'm trying to remember the timeline, but the song that I wrote for the record, and I just remember having, I went out to meet with someone in the industry, they were giving me some advice, and they were just like, well, just play nice. And I was like, fuck that. (laughs) And then I was like, okay, wait, this is also a great, uh, you know, I got really intrigued about it as like a song title, but yeah, the, the empowerment stuff, you know, it, it's a tough, a tough industry out there. I'm sure I have no idea what it's going to be like after this, but I'm sure all the worst parts of it will still be there. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: you know, it's funny too because like when when uh, listening back to our interview, when you were talking about doing stuff. You were know, already on the big star uh orchestrated big star third thing mm-hmm. uh which is how i heard you but you were talking about stuff like oh you know i'd love to do a show with mike from his cold messenger you were just on tv with him you know? yeah yeah <laughs> you know, stuff oh, like that. And, and, and this trajectory that you've had is just like well i said things i wanted to do in 2016 and now i'm guess i'm doing them
2: <laughs> well thanks for and saying that, that. it's <clears> hard <throat> to like think about those things sometimes you know And you're i'm i'm sure you know like i know you understand the like you're constantly setting goals for yourself and there's always this, there's like constant hustle. It's hard to like, take a step back and be like, okay, I did do those things that I, that I wanted to do. Um, but yeah, it, even harder, I think in the, or maybe easier, I don't know in the quarantine of like self-reflection, if you, uh, allow yourself to self-reflect and not just, uh, panic all the time, which <laughs> I panic all the time. So
0: yeah yeah I, I'm there with you um you know the uh sort of wind this down I want to talk about one of my favorite songs on this record. it is the it's the longest song, uh, which may be the reason why, but uh, have we met sir? Created, especially in like the past week or so is, uh, this world uh, that I could just sort of escape into just like sonically but I I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you I have no idea what the song's about so please tell me what the song's <laughs> <Yeah>. about
2: <laughs> oh that's a good question um well first of all thank you for saying that I'm really that song means a lot to me um and I think that it's... Well, first of all, I wanted it to be like a a tone poem. I it was long and I was like, I'm just going to let it be long. And I was thinking a lot about, you know, like Gillian Welch and um, I Dream a Highway and that sort of how you just can go on a journey with a song um, and it can kind of have a meditative quality as opposed to like a straightforward narrative quality. Um, and so I, yeah, I, I kind of don't want to spoil what it's about for you. Okay. <laughs> but also, I I think that's... I mean, on- my
0: vinyl's on the way, so I'm going to keep listening to it. <laughs> I've got plenty of time, but I was just like, I can't. Uh, I just, I, like, I get inside and then I, start, I stop caring what it's about for a while. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm going to get back to it, but it's like, you know how people love, like, music over lyrics or lyrics over music and whatnot? Like, I'm, uh, it's just like, I, I get stuck in it. In a in a great way.
2: I'm just like, yeah, yeah it's just Oh like that good. Coaster, I'm so glad. Well it I mean that is that is one of the songs that is more about I mean one of the things that I could tell you around that song is that my um it's a lot about uh it's a very personal song to me. It's a lot of like allusions to family history, a lot of like Greek mythology references in there. Um and a lot of my um it's a lot about death that song like my father's family were polish immigrants that owned a funeral home that they lived on the second floor of um and they you know they had this like crazy macabre existence uh really dark humor obviously comes from that side of the family um but so in that in that regard too there's a lot of um allusions to to things in, in that life. And yeah, a lot of stuff of my father and a lot of, um, yeah, it's about, I'd be intrigued to, to think what, to, to ask what you think about it after you've listened I, to it
0: I'll dig into it. Cause I knew that, I knew that about, about you. We talked about that last time about your history, the, the mm, funeral and yeah. stuff. And, uh, maybe this is your death song
2: yeah so the,
0: the, the, it's absolutely the, the, my death song so this is maybe yeah. that's why maybe i was like well this was the album i was expecting and now i'm i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm cued in on the death yeah she's it is. Um,
2: she's talking to the uh to the fairy man
0: yeah. yeah yeah it's it's fascinating honestly and uh bob dylan his 17 minute, whatever's got nothing on this. Oh, <laughs>
2: like, that's so kind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is. Uh, kind. Yeah. But, uh, it's, it's, it's a remarkable song. It, it is a remarkable album. And, um, and, uh, yeah, I guess it's, it's great to talk to you.
2: It's it, so it, nice you know, to talk to you.
0: This is, uh, everybody should go out and get this. It's out Friday. Um, you are, uh, uh, this I, It's weird that I have to say this Unlike a lot of places You're actually shipping shit
2: Yeah <laughs> Indeed Indeed that's...
0: Like Like no for fault now. of their own For now No fault of their own But I got an order from uh, From another band And it took like a month and a half Yeah And I was like Oh man You know yeah. And for me that's fine That d- Who cares I, I don't want to sound like a Privileged snot But for somebody who's Who's depending on this As a lifeline Like that You know It's hard it, Yeah you gotta keep them Keep them coming it's Hard out uh, there Yeah so, uh, thanks for talking. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and come
1: Thanks so much. Thanks.
0: Got a good as a cinema is available everywhere. You can get records online, but more importantly, you can pick it up on vinyl right now from Suez sounds head on over to Bandcamp. We'll, we'll put the link in the show notes, but you can order it and have it shipped to your home safe and sound where you can enjoy the musical stylings of, uh, one of my favorite artists. And I hope that she is become one of your favorite artists too. Uh, this along with Oleander, her first album are, is just a, uh, it's just the beginning of a, a remarkable career that I hope uh, gets gets just massive, mass It's and it's great music. So, so there you go. Uh, that is it for this episode of Discologist. If you like what you hear, you can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. You can listen to us there. You can actually uh, check out every episode of. This guy was just on ChunkyGlasses.com. Follow us on the socials at that and at ChunkyGlasses. Uh, you know, we used to have a little, uh, a whole, well, not a little, a whole live crew. Uh, based out of Washington, D.C., led by Mauricio Castro, that that has been thrown into a little bit of turmoil. And we're, we're still figuring out what to do about that uh, because these are also music lovers, and they're very talented music lovers, and it'd be a shame for their talent to go to waste. So hopefully we'll have some news about that. Uh, coming up in the next few weeks or so. Also, starting to explore and, uh, you know, let me know in the comments or just an email or on Twitter, like we're starting to explore maybe doing a little uh, a little live streaming here. Not necessarily with episodes, but putting together maybe a, a weekly show of performances, uh, maybe we get Skylar on. Maybe we can get a lot of our friends on um, to raise money, not just for them, but for other places. Uh, that charge is led, and that is inspired by the work that Phil Cook and his wife Heather Cook did down there, right there in Durham, uh, where Skylar is. And uh, and I think it's uh, it's a pretty good idea. So let me know what you think about that, guys. And maybe maybe we'll. Uh We'll light the fire under that and get that going sooner rather than later. Coming up in the next few weeks or a week or so, uh, I said I got out of my little interview hole, talked to Michael Hess from um, from Mail the Horse, going to be talking about uh, some really great albums that are coming up, some really great albums in the past. One of those in the past uh, made a new friend. His name's Rick Ivey, talking about the Pretty in Pink soundtrack, which is something that I've wanted to do, honestly, since I started this podcast, eight Years ago, Uh, and uh, and we finally we finally got to it, and it's a fantastic episode. So stay tuned in for that. That's coming next week. Uh, Until then, be good to your ears, be better to your people. Stay, stay safe and sanitized out there, people. We will talk to you soon.
1: (laughs) be <laughs>